Coming soon to video cassette. From the ashes of your neighborhood blockbuster video, it's TSR presents Cash Grab. This is the show where we brave the depths of the straight-to-video Disney sequels. Uh, joining me, as always, is Jimmy. Hello! And it could have been Hollywood yeah. Video, too, Dan. Don't forget about Hollywood Video. I'm saving it. I'm saving it. Oh, uh, and, and Audrey's here, too. Hello! And who are and, you? Uh, what? Huh? Who are you? My name is Dan. Oh. We've known each other for 25 years. Oh. <laughs> you know I have a terrible memory. <laughs> I just met Dan over a lunch with sushi. How long ago was that? Uh, gosh, probably like nine months now. Wow. And by the way, I'm Jimmy, Audrey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was worried I was going to forget your name. Mm-hmm. It happens. Well, Jimmy and Audrey, um, <laughs> we watched a, another movie called The King of Thieves. And yes. it is the third feature in the Aladdin saga franchise yeah, I, I was confused because <laughs> i thought you said king of thebes and i thought that was a hercules 2 sequel so oh no a that's later to find it yeah it really threw me off when you said that in the chat because i was like oh what if i oh, watched boy. the wrong movie <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bit my aim by the way uh, you almost got me mm-hmm. almost got me girls almost fell for the old cool. king of thebes trick mm-hmm. yeah so yeah, here we are. We we're back again. Aladdin and the King of Thieves, who may or may not be Jafar. Mm. But before you know. watched it, Audrey, what did you think that the King of Thieves, based on seeing Aladdin and the Return of Jafar, what did you think the King of Thieves was going to be about? Um. Well, going into it, I thought it was going to be much worse than it was. We'll get mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Spoilers. Right before I watched it, I'm sorry. I'm just going to share what I was feeling. Right before I watched it, I learned that Robin Williams had returned to do Jeannie's voice. So I was I was kind of invigorated by that idea. So I was like, okay, yes. great. Now I'm ready and on board. Here are my expectations going into The King of Thieves. I was thinking, oh, number one, Aladdin and Jazz have marital problems and kids. Jazz. Two, Al escapes and lives a double life. Dad in the sheets, <laughs> thief in the streets. Uh, number three, Jeannie Wait, is. <laughs> let's repeat that last sentence, please. Yeah, yeah. I, we need that, 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 that again. <laughs> Al escapes and lives a double life. He's a dad in the sheets and a thief in the streets. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Third, Jeannie is the Frozone to Al's Mr. Incredible. So, oh. you know. This movie came much, much later in Disney's history. But you know how like Frozone is there for Mr. Incredible when he's like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just doing a little job here late at night. And I'm lying Mm -hmm. to my wife about it. Like, oh, Oh. we're going out bowling. Mm. They're not bowling. They're (laughs) thieving. scanners. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And then I tried to apply the monomyth to this and wrote down, you know, like lost journey test return. It was like, okay, well, Al loses his relationship with Jasmine or he, you know, something is troubled there on his journey. He, he grows his mafia of thieves. So he builds (laughs) up a, uh, um, an army of sorts. His test is that he's facing a rival gang 
And the return is that he he realizes family's the greatest gift of all and goes back to Jasmine and his kids and uh, gives up thieving. A lot of those so are you came true. Are you Maybe. imagining then that Aladdin is the king of thieves? Yes. I thought okay. Aladdin is the king of thieves. I also wrote Iago is the sidekick and f- monkey. <laughs> Wait, is that a description or a statement? There's, like, I guess it's a description both. about Iago. Or uh, one half of it is description; the other half is just, just monkey. a statement. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that little. I get get him out of here. Yeah, we're gonna get some chachings in this episode. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All right, how about you, Dan? What did you think? Okay, so I got, um, and this is kind of carrying over from. Uh, what you both said for the previous one, daddy dies. Um, <laughs> daddy <laughs> the animals, no! <laughs> uh, the animals and carpet are besties. Uh, I know Jafar will be back, but I don't believe he will. Uh, mm. Aladdin has his darker side. He explores it. There's going to mm. be a flashback scene. Um Oh, uh, it's the guy who in the trailer they refer to as his as Aladdin's dad turns out to not be his real dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody can tell Aladdin, you know, because it's like, I found my dad. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't. He's, he's happy for once. We can't tell him. He might start beating carpet again or whatever. Um, <laughs> Genie will be more subdued. Don't know why I thought that. Mm-hmm. Um, Palace Guards will have a subplot. I think mainly mm-hmm. I just want them to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, TV show. Yeah. Uh, don't know what that means. Carpet becomes stairs again. Oh, that was okay. such a great moment in the first mm-hmm. movie. And the second one. Was he stairs in the second one? I yeah, don't even yeah, remember. I don't remember that. Yeah. It would, uh, before Aladdin takes Sultan on his romantic right. carpet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking, you know, uh, you know, repeat it twice it's it's a happenstance if you repeat it three times it's a pattern i would imagine that this would be a pattern that they want to establish dan 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 not unlike straight to video sequels <laughs> yep oh and it's some minor uh characters from the first movie will be back we meet an actual prince ali or mm. we hear about one okay and uh, sultan knew the whole time about like some aspect of aladdin's rise to power like you know i knew it was magic the whole time but i believed in you or something like that you know okay oh man that's <laughs> right. really funny that you did the sultan's voice because <laughs> here's another surprise i think three quarters of the way through the movie the sultan did something that sounded exactly like if you dan were being the sultan i was like oh my god <laughs> it was so funny We'll, to, we'll, we'll uh, yeah, we'll we'll get we'll to that. that when we get there. So is that is that the end of your thoughts on it? Yes, yes. So Jafar has been banished again, right? In uh, Return mm-hmm. of Jafar, our mm-hmm. heroes are again happily ever after, and for now, in Aladdin episode three, the search for more money, we find our heroes. <laughs> sorry, that's stolen from Spaceballs, but we find our heroes happily ever after, altering. Or excuse me, happily ever aftering, when suddenly there is a riot in the streets. A thief from far away has infiltrated Agrabah. The Uh sultan is ill and dying again. 
No. <laughs> Aladdin needs to become Sultan because, you know, girls. Raja is undergoing his or her transformation. And somehow. Oh God. <laughs> you asked for it. Somehow Jafar comes back to become the antagonist with his parrot in tow as if nothing happened from the last movie. And Aladdin and the King of Thieves, whoever that might be, <laughs> then has to save Agrabah from Jafar again. Oh, and Aladdin and Jasmine get married. <laughs> the end. Just, just pull the plug already. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yep. So that's what we thought happened. But let's talk about what really happened. Any initial thoughts, or do we want to save those for the end and I do a play-by-play? Well, I think first we need to hit this button. Oh, that's right. showed you a whole new world. The return of Jafar took you beyond imagination. Yeah, it did. Now, Walt Disney Home Video invites you to a celebration. Oh, yeah. With an all-new movie. That is not the E.T. theme in the background, by the way. The third and final chapter of the exciting trilogy. Aladdin and the King of Thieves. Aladdin and Jasmine's dreams are finally coming wow. true. But oh. Robert Zemeckis did score this. But a movie, band though. of notorious thieves. Open sesame. That and uh, long ridiculous. Greatest adventure ever. Show me the Yeah. Well, I like how this is like an old timey trailer where it's like, and then this plot point happens. That would be a problem. Yeah. Yep. Seven remaining. <laughs> Aladdin and the King of Thieves features five brand new songs. Five. And unites all mm-hmm. your favorite characters. We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> including the genie. Brought to life again by the one and only Robin Williams. Thank God. Jetler genie. Look at it. This summer, live the adventure. You don't stand a chance against the King of Thieves. And take part Boy. in the wedding of the century. Wow. <laughs> They're finally getting married. I'm finally I'm getting, getting married. married. I'm finally getting married. No! Coming directly to video, summer 96. Oh, yes. Boy. Mm. Summer of 96. Although I will say, unlike Return of Jafar, there were far less underscores of the original music. There was a lot of original stuff. There was some same beats, but it was it was largely original, right? It wasn't a lot right. of underscoring, which I liked. And we mentioned it mentioned uh, summer of 1996. Let me give you a little snapshot of what's going let's, on in the world at the time. In the movie theater place that shows the movies, uh, you got Eraser at number 10. Jerry Maguire, number nine. Mm. Nutty Professors, number eight. Ransom is number seven. 101 Dalmatians, number six. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame is number five. The Rock, uh, not the person, the movie, is at number four. Number three, we got Mission Impossible. Number two is Twister. And number one is a little movie called Independence Day. Um, also happening in the world, we got uh, Pokemon games. Uh, the first Pokemon games come out uh, on Game Boy. Prince Charles and Princess Diana parted ways. So sad. Uh, the Nintendo 64 the went on sale in Japan. The most tragic thing that ever happened in her life. Mm. <laughs> 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 if you'd like to make any comments on anything that we say here, you can join us at the Facebook group. Supreme you know Resort I was there group. the night she died in Paris? <laughs> really? Seriously? I was like several hundred yards away from that. I was at a bar in Paris. Wow, and uh, we I didn't we didn't know we didn't speak French. We were working at Disneyland at the time, 
And it wasn't until we went to England a few days later when we couldn't get to Westminster Abbey because they were having her funeral. That's when we found out. Hmm. Damn. So Jimmy, questionable and question, questionable involvement in statute of limitations. Event. That's all I'm going right. to say. Okay. Uh, Dolly the Sheep was born. Uh, MSNBC was launched. So was Fox News. Uh, and the world's just gotten better since. Bill Clinton <laughs> was reelected for a second term as U.S. president. And Michael Jordan signed a one-year NBA contract for $25 million. I was six. So was I. Me too. Okay. Uh, um, yeah. I might have been well, five, that, actually. I think it was five. If it was summer, I was five. Were you born in the 90s? Yes. 91. Wow. No, 90. Sounds good at math. Well, you said 96, so I don't know. Anyway. Well, there you go. I love Jerry Maguire. It was a really fine film roster. 96, 97 were arguably two of the finest years of uh, American cinema. I'm just throwing that out there. This belongs up there for sure. sure. <laughs> it was probably number 11. Oh, no, wait, it was home video. Never mind. <laughs> so that's what was happening in the world. Here's what actually happened in Aladdin and the King of Thieves. We have evolved from Walt Disney television animation to Walt Disney home entertainment. So now you know it's going to be classier. Right. Mm -hmm. We open on a mysterious figure approaching Agrabah. This figure is cloaked and all we can see are his eyes. They look a lot like Aladdin's eyes. I wonder who this could be. Rob Williams is back. The main guard voiced by the same actor has had dental work, I guess, because all of his teeth are there. And then they, <laughs> one of them disappears later. I don't know. What? Yeah. It, he had all his teeth and then he was dissing okay. the Aladdin and then... The genie. Oh, the, upset about okay. It. I thought. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying the genie had, had its teeth. I'm like, was that an issue before? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's that one main guard that's missing a yeah. teeth. He had all. Yeah. This and then he lost it later. Invisalign. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Invisalign um, adds teeth. It's more for straightening. Have you but ever had anyway. braces? Okay, you don't know. You're no, not a no, dentist. Right. You're, right. <laughs> you're not true. an orthodontist. <laughs> Yeah, whatever, Dr. Jimmy. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> you don't know how teeth happen. White privilege. Do you even <laughs> brush? <laughs> Do you even tooth, bro? <laughs> Do you even tooth? Anyway, so we come to our first Disney reference. The genie turns into Tinkerbell, and after the Aladdin sign doesn't stay lit, it was a neon sign that said Aladdin, and mm -hmm. then he comes out as Tinkerbell and says... Some of you don't believe, and it turns he turns into Tink, and the entire title block shows up. First, Disney which is reference. a great, well, yeah, it's a good reference, but like that's only to the. Of course, Tinkerbell appearing is a Disney reference, but the 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 not enough people believe thing is a reference to the Peter Pan stage show. Right. Yeah, exactly. They don't talk about that with when if you believe in fairies, you have to clap if they die. And if you clap, mm -hmm. then they'll come back and you believe mm -hmm. in fairies, right? Which works. Yes, it does. Do mm -hmm. it. <laughs> I have so many things to say right now. Um, you don't have enough ka-chings. So there are nine. There are nine Disney references that I saw in this film. And the first one is the genie becoming Tinkerbell. Okay, so then we uh, we open with a... Oh, no, we already opened. We proceed with There's a Party in Agrabah. It's a song. 
They're celebrating mm-hmm. because Jasmine and Aladdin are getting married. Yay. Finally getting married. We're finally getting married. They're finally getting married. It's a party. Don't get me started on weddings. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. You're, you're still young. hates weddings. You don't like I wouldn't say that. No, I just, I've worked in the industry, so I've got feelings about it. Mm-hmm. What did you do? Teeth, teeth cleaning, teeth straightening. <laughs> so I'm a bridal teeth stylist. <laughs> <laughs> tooth installation. Yes. <laughs> With Invisalign. TM. What kind of bride? What kind of bride do you imagine uh, Jasmine would be to work work with or for Audrey? Um, just uh, probably like maybe the nice kind of the nicer, very very loaded bride, where it's just like they don't bat an eye at the end of the day, where you like they hand over like a hundred dollar bill and you're just like thanks, and then. And- by loaded, you mean rich, right? Oh, yeah. Sometimes there's, like, really... They're just, like, aloof in a weird way. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, the but uh, Jasmine bats her eyes all the time in this movie. You're so right. Yeah. <laughs> she. I, I think she'd be very polite and nice. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, she's of royal blood, so she's probably been brought up with some etiquette right. lessons. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she knows how to, to work with people. As and long as famously, the cat, famously good teeth, so your job will be very easy. Oh, so easy! Yeah, I mean, her cat's not in the room, and I, that's what worries me. Is like when there are small children or pets near mm-hmm. hot curling irons and mm-hmm. makeup stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a recipe for disaster. So you use those for curling teeth? Yeah, because you know, some sometimes they want an updo. <laughs> Other times they just want their teeth down and loose, yeah, like with curls or something. Mm-hmm. And you straighten my teeth. Um, and like they, they want their teeth to look natural and not too made up. Like right. we all do. It's right. so yeah. funny. They'll show me a picture of Kim Kardashian's teeth and mm-hmm. say, I want to look like this. And I'm like, okay, that's a lot of teeth. Have you worn this much teeth before? <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, I wear, I wear, <laughs> I wear a lot of teeth when I go out. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, well, your teeth are going to photograph beautifully. Make sure you mm-hmm. touch them up with a powder. But don't touch them with your fingers because it'll ruin them and potentially yes. knock you out. Yeah. So oh, airbrush, airbrush. Mm-hmm teeth mm-hmm. you can't touch it all because it'll leave a mark it's like yeah well all you I got can me say, started is, on weddings yeah all i can say is thank you for your service oh yeah just you're doing my job thank mm-hmm. you for your support <laughs> speaking of uh royal blood the lead guard seems very concerned about the royal bloodline like he's he's like very openly bothered by like you know, Jasmine's marrying a street rat. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. why do you care? <laughs> I mean, the alternative is like, you know, inbreeding, right? Look at the Habsburgs. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's nice to have Rob, Robin Williams back for sure. I love, I love Homer. I love Dan Castellaneta, but it's nice to have the genie back in his true form. The animation mm-hmm. is decidedly better. It oh, is. Yeah. Yeah. I still got this feeling, though, where whenever he did an impression, it was like the animators were like, ah, damn it, we have to animate this now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I feel like a lot of it was just Robin Williams being Robin Williams yeah. with the script. Right. And then all of a sudden the animators are like, how do we do we really? And they did. Yeah. And I think <laughs> this felt a lot more scripted 
it, you know, they were Robin Williams type jokes, but I think there were a bunch of them that they they had written what Robin Williams did in the first one, and they obviously well, did it for the second one. And that explains yeah. a couple of them, I think. I yeah. thought I thought the writing was a lot better, and maybe the direction could have used work. Right. Well, and the music was almost as good as the original because it was all rewrites of a friend like me. <laughs> Find a formula, exploit it. Exactly. Just, yeah, use it. What's going on in the plot it. at this point? All right. So we we're like ninety seconds into the movie. So um, <laughs> uh, the so animation- for the first song I for the first song I have as a title never had a movie like this. Just that's fair. But that's yeah. the, there's a party in Agrabah, right? That's the yeah, first. Sure. Song. Yeah. yeah. Past that. Um, so Iago's back. He's like part of the crew now. He's just hanging out. He needs his own, you know, he needs his own attraction in the theme parks. Don't you think? He, he needs <laughs> what would that be? I don't can't imagine. I cannot imagine where it would be. Like a but coin flip or something? Yeah, it's long over. Put him anywhere. Put him in. You know what? I think it's just a matter of time, I think, before Disney loses their minds again with the theme parks mm. and oh, like yeah. revisits, revisits the dark Pressler era mm-hmm. in some way. And choice. I can imagine like as a cost cutting <laughs> thing, they could put Iago on the Jungle Cruise as like a skipper, a permanent skipper. Oh, an mm. animatronic skipper. Not yeah. Pay all those people. Exactly. You lost me on the dark Pedansky part. That you mentioned. <laughs> well, Dark Plinsky? <laughs> what did you... What was it? Pressler. Dark Pressler. Paul Pressler. Dark, Pressler. Paul Pressler. Yeah. Oh, okay. Paul well, Pressler. I, I didn't... Uh, I, uh, I'm not sure what that's about. Well, that's why you're not on that other show. Um, <laughs> so we cut to Aladdin back in his attic crawl space. He reveals a dagger that his late father gave him. So this Aladdin is for- <laughs> okay. Aladdin is foreshadowing slash lamenting about his the sadness he feels about never knowing his father. I thought this Aladdin- was a great scene. Yeah. And then Aladdin good. sings a more somber reprise of the Agrabah party. And then the mysterious figure figure sneaks into the palace to meet a thug voiced by Jerry Orbach. And was Iago that- is what's that? Lumiere. Genghis Lumiere. Khan? Or Shan Yu. He yeah, looks Genghis just Kong. like the villain yeah. from, from Mulan. Mulan. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yep. But it's Jerry Orbach instead of that other guy who does the movie voice. Uh, Iago is still obsessed with money. It's all he wants are the presents from the, the wedding. He's obsessed with those. And the wedding procession then begins. The Sultan is still going commando. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he's dressed in like the colors of an old Denny's restaurant, too. Like it's he's. Where did this come from? He would spin in a, a nice white thing the whole time, but all of a sudden it's just like, I'm not going to do the voice. Like warm, <laughs> like dehydrated piss yellow. Yeah, yeah. It's the color that all of Denny's used to be like mm-hmm. back in, you know, I've heard about because I, you know, I was only six years old when this came out. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, he's got a name tag too. That was another one. <laughs> well, I it's was Doris just, for some reason. Doris. <laughs> the color was bad. Yes, I was pretty happy because I got all the costume changes I was hoping for from the first. Yeah, that's movie. true. Yeah, it ticks first all the boxes sequel. for you. Oh, happy. oh yeah, right. Jasmine's dress is mm-hmm. really awesome. She looks yeah. good in this movie. She yeah, does. and she's yeah, got different. Like, uh, yeah, so I don't think she goes back to one of the original costumes no she gets to wear pink this movie it's just a nice mm-hmm. a nice shade 
Okay, so uh, <laughs> wedding procession, Sultan going commando is carried into a th- on a throne by four guards. That was just mm-hmm. a little off-putting, but I guess he's royalty, right? It's uh, Doris, Doris Sultan. <laughs> ja- <laughs> Jasmine is revealed. Would you like more decaf? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Jasmine is revealed in her gorgeous dress. Meanwhile, the thief's plot begins to proceed. A gang of goons hiding in baskets escape the temporary hiding places and are beginning to infiltrate the palace. Dun, dun, dun. Back to the wedding. Aladdin and Jasmine are about to tie the knot when the thieves' plot begins to take shape. They create a ruckus by scaring animals, which makes the ground rumble. And this is, guys, when the genie says, in a film made for children, I thought the earth wasn't supposed to move until the honeymoon. I didn't get that. I didn't get that joke. What was that that referring to, Joe? How many kachings do you have? <laughs> you see, when a mommy and daddy love each other very much, uh huh. She then, then the genie does what? <laughs> Finds his video camera. Oh, okay. okay. Oh. So I, I, in this moment, I'm wondering, like, before the action happens, um, I'm wondering what's the outside point of view on genie? Like, what does the rest of the world see? Is he just like this? magical being that's like kind of terrorizing the kingdom with all of like whimsy and magic. I thought the same thing could like, he's like one of the songs with Aladdin and his dad, he's like giant for one second sitting in their palm. The next minute they're like, what's happening to them? Like, are they going through this existential like experience or. (laughs) Yeah. He well, he's like in the first, in the first musical, he he's like yelling at random people in the streets. Like it's a wedding day. And then like, he's (laughs) putting people in different outfits without their uh, consent. And he like tells some women like, don't dress bad or something. And I noticed that. <laughs> like, I like, wonder if they the just fuck, like, begrudgingly put up with it. They're like, Oh, well this is, I mean, he's, you know, net result is positive. So we'll just deal with this garbage. He made all the, he made all the lava go away. So that's right. <laughs> Our houses so, are still intact. So they're like forever indebted to him. They're like, okay, this bullshit, this bullshit yeah. again. <laughs> what are they going to do? He can single-handedly do anything he wants. has been proven. Right. But I think to answer your question, everything is happening for real. Like what we're seeing is actually happening. They're experiencing everything, every bit of it. And yeah, they just run with it because he's magic. What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of him being magic, where did his, his legs go? That's right. Like in, in, it, it's super inconsistent because mm-hmm. <laughs> he got his legs officially when Aladdin freed him and then he lost mm-hmm. his cuffs and the cuffs came back and mm-hmm. the, the little misty tail came back. Mm-hmm. It's like, make up your mind, dude. Yeah. But he also becomes many, many other things. So maybe he's taking the form of his original genie body. Cause he, if he can become Groucho Marx, he can become the flying genie, right? Maybe it's like, it's the source of his power. Or it just represents his the amount of power that he has currently for mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, it's turned into a tail. It's because he's low on power. He can't he can't <laughs> make legs happen right now. So he's just Maybe the little cuffs are his battery pack to recharge. <laughs> <laughs> I, or maybe it's like a Darth Vader thing where like him being reminded of his torment actually like adds to his his power as a powerful being. And then at night he goes into his Bantha tank. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. It all checks out. All right. We're three minutes in to the film. Uh, <laughs> so the, the guards, they create a ruckus. They scare the animals, mix the ground. Then the genie has his sex in your window. And then the elephants. Oh, just, yeah, okay. oh that's sorry, Dan. That's what that meant. <laughs> the, the coitus. So elephants disturb the wedding and Abu almost gets trampled, which brings us to Disney reference number three. Number two is later on. I'm going to come back to the genie saves him and he says, you were almost Dumbo toe jam. Mm. The boo almost got trampled by an elephant. Now, granted, Dumbo is not originally Disney IP, but let's let's be real. Dumbo, cho- like- Dumbo toe jam is a fun phrase. Yeah, I feel like that wasn't a Robin Williams line. Exactly. Yeah, the, I think there's a, maybe there's a couple Robin Williams ones, but yeah, I, don't, I think most of the Robin Williams stuff is in the impressions. But we'll get to yeah. those later because there mm. are a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So the wedding is destroyed, and what turns out to be the forty thieves that we heard about oh, all these years, we've heard about the forty thieves. They come and rob all the guests, including one thief who slides under a woman's dress, and he pulls out fistfuls of riches. Where was she hiding all of that? Why was she hiding Whoa. all of that? Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She slides under a woman, comes out with handfuls of rubies and stuff. Why was she hiding all of that? And this film is made for children. That. Yeah. Just like, don't carry that much cash on you, first of all. I guess, and why is it under her dress? And why is he going? Anyway, it's film for children, everybody. <laughs> Got the main thief, the king of thieves. thieves. Yeah, you know the one who has the same eyes as Aladdin? That guy. And unrelated, Aladdin was really lamenting his father's absence. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll meet in this movie. Mm, we'll never know. <laughs> He's looking for someone that's King of Thieves, a one-of-its-kind treasure. So the remaining guests uh, who have not escaped, uh, they fight back, and then all the thieves escape. And the Jasmine king- punches a guy. Well, that's later. Oh, I, yeah. have that. I have that written down. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah. The king never found what he was looking for, the king of thieves. So he, they all leave. Okay. So it would seem that the thief was after an oracle who would reveal the greatest treasure in all the land. She reveals his father is alive and we cut to commercial. <laughs> First commercial break. And the only commercial break that I saw. Yeah. Yeah. So Aladdin's back sulking around in his crawl space when Jasmine finds him to sing a sequel to a whole new world duet. It's kind of like a sequel, you know, you showed me the world and now I'm going to show you the greatest treasure in all the land. Exposition, <laughs> the song. Yeah. Exposition song for sure. It wasn't the great, it wasn't the strongest song, but it was nice. It was tender. They duet. It's good. Yeah, I gotta say be, before before we get to that part, I was noticing the henchmen. I feel like are all like Jeff Dunham characters. Totally, oh gosh, <laughs> yes. yes. Like the the like, racist terrorist guy. Yeah, like the the, the karate guy is yep. a little much. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Also, where are all the bird cages? Where did they where did exactly. they go? Exactly. That was <laughs> number one on my on my the top of my list of yeah. I'm glad they dropped that metaphor. <laughs> but well, they never really the, made it into the grounds. It was all palace stuff. The very little grounds work. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, so, but back to the Jasmine and Aladdin thing. I actually believe their relationship in this totally. movie. I agree. Yeah, it felt it felt good. Like that's why I thought the writing was so much better because it felt believable. The two of them felt like they were supportive of each other, and I was right. like, oh, okay, it makes sense why they're still together. And mm-hmm. to your point about her being a, a good bride, not a bridezilla, 
is that oh, you know her no. wedding was destroyed and she's going off to help support her her fiance. She's I will more tell you about him than the wedding. One other thing that I might know a little bit about is insurance and wedding insurance won't cover any of the losses that they experience. <laughs> no, no thieves or elephants. <laughs> no, I <laughs> pretty sure those are excluded. <laughs> so, did you insure more than just the teeth for the brides? Um. <laughs> no. Uh. Yeah. Uh, no. No. This is <laughs> yes. This and. Is, yeah, you're right. I know. I lost it there for a second. <laughs> Let me tell you something about improv. Um, <laughs> you gotta say your name, <laughs> your name ten three times. times. Yeah. <laughs> um. I really do like that Aladdin is helping, or, or Jasmine is helping Aladdin in this. And I'm not gonna lie, I teared up a little bit during that moment. Aww, I mean, it's sweet. no dolphin show, but right. <laughs> I, yeah, okay. I, I, I might have teared up during. Jimmy and I watched the uh, the dolphin show at SeaWorld, and I kind of teared up a little bit. <laughs> you know, listen, it happens. I I tear up all the time. I'm an emotional mess. <laughs> you know, I've never. Never cried in my life. Well, you're a heartless monster. It's been (laughs) one and a half episodes in, and it's already been revealed. I've never, ever cried. (laughs) Well, we got to I'll show you that dolphin show. We'll change that. It won't work on me. (laughs) Well, we haven't done Bambi 2 yet, so. Mm, That's right. Okay, fine. So um, (laughs) Aladdin decides to ask the Oracle about his father's location. It seems he's trapped amongst their midst you know, of the king of thieves or of the thieves, excuse me, and he must follow their trail. So Aladdin, Carpet, Iago, and Abu set off. Now, no genie. Don't know why. Yeah, right. And Iago, who's kicking and screaming, doesn't want to go. Why is he there? I don't understand. <laughs> it was a why weird not, choice. If you had access to the genie, I mean, irritating or not, like, I'd take him everywhere. Right. He's <laughs> okay. I'm going to go do this thing. I just found out that my dad's, you know, stuck in the world of the king of the, of the, the 40, 40 thieves. thieves yeah. That doesn't sound good. Maybe I should some, bring some backup. Maybe. I mean, he'll do some really awful impressions on the way, but at the very least magic is an option. Yes, I mean, exactly. I guess I, what I'd like to think is that Aladdin asked Jeannie to stay and take care of Jasmine while he was gone. And that's ultimately what mm-hmm. happens, right? Yeah. So yeah. you're right. And th- maybe that was the nice thing. Because Aladdin can handle it. He's just going after to find his dad. And but up until this bird. point, yeah, I thought Genie was kind of useless in the elephant rampage because he could have he fixed. He did, but he could have just fixed it. Like That's true. He's a genie. Like and he it, does it, later. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a bit of a nuisance. But the story didn't need him to yet. Right. That's true. Okay. Because right. then, then you've yeah. established that he can solve all problems, so there's no. That's it. He's he's an all like he's an all knowing being. So right. like he didn't fix everything because he knew the rest of the movie had to happen. If that's not meta, I don't know what is. So Aladdin, the carpet, and Iago and Abu set off, and they immediately find the thieves, <laughs> who are all <laughs> gathered on a beach. And then the king shows up, and he says the words "Open Sesame." <laughs> and like Moses, the waters part. You may as well say abracadabra. Exactly. That would have been better. It or, like, I think some gobbledygook would have been 
ideal. I thought the spell casting at least was very nice in this movie compared to the last one. So no, I, this is not this is not Harry Potter. Gobbledygook <laughs> was the official goblin language of Harry Potter. Please do not cross over. <laughs> this woman is a monster, Dan. Where did you find her? Terror Squad Improv. <laughs> this again. No crossovers right. allowed. Open Sesame. So that parts the waters and repeal, re- reveals their hideout. Aladdin and crew barely make it in behind them, like just barely before the door shuts. Mm-hmm. And they make it across the thing. And the thieves are nowhere to be found. <laughs> like they're immediately behind. They go into this big empty chamber. No thieves. And Iago's butt gets stuck in the door. It and does. this is not the first reference to his butt. Mm, Earlier, there's... So I don't remember what it was, but there's some sort of a butthole joke involving Abu <laughs> with <laughs> Iago. I don't know. Is it when he said <laughs> it exists? When, when Iago says Abu, that monkey's a one? <laughs> no, I don't think no. so. <laughs> I liked I liked this little vignette where it's like, oh yeah, they're all silly characters and they get banged up, you know, like yeah, they're not uh, invincible or anything. Right. Except that he takes the feathers out of the door and stuffs them back on and they were just fine. Right. That, that, but when they're being, yeah, sorry, yeah. Audrey, when they're being silly, you can hear it in the music. It's like, wah, wah, wah. I <laughs> love that about <laughs> cartoons. Like, did you yeah. ever watch uh, The Fairly Odd Parents? No. No. Okay. No, adult at the time. All right. I, well, they I, just do that like comedic music thing perfectly, I think. Okay. Fairly Odd Parents. Check it out. Disney Plus. Well, and also, also <laughs> everything's on Disney Plus. <laughs> Isn't it? Godfather Part 2, Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Fairly I Odd didn't... Parents might be Nick. Hmm. I'm not yeah, sure right, right now. It is. They, they don't own them yet. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I did notice in the, uh, the Thieves' Lair, lots of Egyptian st- stuff again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all Middle East. It's all roughly the same. <laughs> Why not? All right. So Aladdin, uh, they make it in. Aladdin meets his father and saves his life. Then the remaining thieves sentence them all to death. Unle- and all as in Aladdin and his crew. Unless he passes the test, which is a fight to the death. So Aladdin fights his dad's internal rival, Jerry Orbach. And they have kind of a pretty stylized artistic battle. Do you remember that? It, it, was, it was fairly it's not, it It's actually pretty good. I mean, especially yeah. for what it, what it's where it's coming from. But is is Aladdin like known for his fighting ability? Because the dad's like, oh yeah, no, you totally got this. Like, like <laughs> oh, you're anything like me, maybe? Yeah, I I don't know what's what's the background there. I mean, we're he's good at thieving. He's good at using things as trampolines. Mm-hmm. He's good it's at true. he's good at parkour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's good at parkour. It's Assassin's Creed Agrabah. He's <laughs> sure the guy in that. Yeah, game. But like he's the the dad is so confident in Aladdin. Like it's almost it's played in a way that like we the audience should also be like, oh yeah, you know, he's like we saw him, you know, punch a guy in that other. Did we? I don't know. Yeah, no, that's it's a good point. I don't think we've ever seen him fight. We've seen him escape, and maybe that was the thing. Yeah. Well, maybe the dad just doesn't care at that point. So far, he doesn't know this kid. Aladdin's fighting skills are limited to him stepping on people's hats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He does a lot <laughs> of that, that in the thing. movies. Just runs on top of people's heads. Maybe that was the plan. 
Just jump on it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, run so on, run on their heads, boy. <laughs> So then uh, Aladdin kills a guy. Right. It was like, no, that, that, and then he's, he's, he's tormented by it. Like, he's like, I didn't want oh, sure. this, but he tried to reach felt, out for him when he fell. Yeah. It was very much like, uh, the, the, the way it was stylized was like, um, the end of the lion King when Scar and Simba are fighting a little bit with the fire and it yes. of that. Yep. Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. There it, was a touch of, uh, black Panther in there too. And like, I'm, I don't know the timeline is messed up there, but <laughs> do you think Black Panther stole from Aladdin and the King of Thieves? <laughs> it's, it's, it's well documented. <laughs> there's a lot of uh, references we're going to get to. Um, so Aladdin is now part of the club of the 40 mm-hmm. Thieves, and they all sing Welcome to the 40 Thieves, and all is forgiven, all is forgotten, everyone's happy. They sing uh, Never Been a Thief Like Me. That's right. <laughs> Trend alert Beard rings are back. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, I just at this point in the movie, I had to know who the voice of Cassie was. I'm just going to call him Cassie because Kasim is like, ah, oh, whatever. Kasim. Such a That's dad, dad right? Cassie is played by the guy who plays Gimli, John Rhys Davies. Mm, yes. Who's Gimli? So uh, from the Lord of the Rings, the yeah, I missed that dwarf. One. Yes. Oh, and also what voice does he do aside from that? Well, he played beard. Sala in uh, the Indiana Jones franchise. Right. He was in The, the Princess Diaries 2. Yeah. You and didn't the, catch that? In, in the Indiana Jones in the Temple of the Forbidden Eye? Yeah. You that didn't guy? catch that that was John Reese davies No. Such that's a good cast. Yeah. yeah your, your superpower has failed you on this one. Uh, it, you know what? I didn't. I normally look it up, but Orbach I had, of course, and Williams and all the, the big ones, but I had no idea. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He added a lot. Yes, he did. He was had a very. He wasn't the greatest singer on earth, but uh, he had a very good, menacing yet warm, calming voice at the same time. Mm. He was a good dad voice. Hello, daddy. Mm. <laughs> and during uh, during never been a thief like us, uh, <laughs> they <laughs> they do this thing that it never has bothered me until I saw it in this movie, where it's like, oh look the the thieves are ask, acting like normies and they're 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 dancing around isn't it funny that they're like that they're that they're, isn't it funny that they're dancing like it's it's played up like the the whole like dad in the coconut bra bit on, right uh, you know it's just like uh kind of low hanging fruit but whatever. I loved that song and I thought the number was great it was fun it was high energy they had like great you know just uh it, it was zazzy and uh, their teeth were good mm-hmm. there was a key change i think and it ended mm-hmm. on a it, you know had a great uh button at the end of the song like i could see this is where i i could see this as a play or like a live show, live music mm-hmm. show. so i yeah. that's some sort of test that it passed for me so i've got some bad news guys oh, no. <laughs> the bad guy didn't die <gasps> what yeah. nope nope so aladdin is no longer a murderer <laughs> And he, uh, but he wrestled some sharks to escape. He the fights a shark. <laughs> he, wrestled a shark. he didn't jump it. He rescued it. No, sorry. He That's so great. I uh, thought for sure. Cause I, you know, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, this is 
kind of good. Like it's mm-hmm. at the very least, it's clear that they're trying, right? Yeah. And like I appreciate that. And then <laughs> he fight he fights a shark, and I was like, "What? No, no, this is gonna turn. <laughs> this is no. Don't you dare go in this direction, movie." I, well, you yeah, know what? You gotta, I'm just. Yeah. I'm gonna chalk it up. Like this movie so far had really good sight gags, so I'm gonna throw that shark into that same category. It was a sight gag and also told us how badass the villain exactly. is. Exactly, It's raising the yeah. stakes also, right? Because we have to have a villain. It was the King of Thieves. Now he's he's sort of part of the hero. A little misdirection. And so we have to have a villain. And a villain who can wrestle a shark and win <laughs> stakes super. We got filet mignons over here. He's gonna uh, he's, he's about to pop some shit up. <laughs> right. Uh, Lumiere apparently uh, can really take down some some aquatic predators. So meanwhile, the genie is back consoling Jasmine. And he says my favorite line. I love this line. I've quoted it for years because, you know, I saw this, you know, whenever in the 90s. Um, So they're talking about what to do about the wedding. And he says, you could elope. No, you can't elope. But oh, honeydew. Oh, I love (laughs) that. That was was great. I think that's a Robin Williams one. It was. I loved this moment. My sister called at about thirty-five minutes in, so she that's where we are. While you're watching these movies, <laughs> she was like trying to plan a Zoom meeting with my cousins, just like Jeannie was trying to plan Jasmine's wedding, and then oh, Jasmine cosplays as the other princesses, and I was like, Reference. I'm on yep. board. She's she. It was great. Yep. References number four and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the only he, thing missing from Jasmine's character in this is I want to see that she has a sense of humor about like genie and everything. Cause she mm-hmm. seems to be just kind of like a stick in the mud about like that kind of stuff. Where she's like, mm-hmm. Oh, genie, you're being a pain again. It's like, no, that's, you, you should be used to this. Like, she was kind and understanding. I mean, yeah, woman, yeah, yeah. This woman probably spent a lot of time planning her first wedding and now she has mm-hmm. to go through the whole rigmarole again to plan that's a true. second that's wedding. True. And wedding yeah. planning is a job. That's why there are people yeah. who do it full time, you know? So That's true. Yeah, that that's a fair point. I didn't didn't think about that. Just be a little more considerate. <laughs> considerate? Uh standing. <laughs> All right, so let's consider it everybody's time. <laughs> And uh, so reference number four, he magics her into Cinderella and her coach. And then Snow White was number five. And he says the words, it's synergy. Yeah. <laughs> he, I think also mentions, uh, he like almost literally talks about this being a cash grab for yeah. merchandise. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yep. That was a fourth wall break we all needed. Yeah, we did. It was because it was getting pretty hot. It was getting pretty intense. You got wrestling sharks. You've got. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Then the ultimate treasure, by the way, mm-hmm. is the hand of Midas. That is the hand of Midas that anything the hand touches turns to gold. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's hidden on a vanishing island that is never in the same place twice. All right. Mm-hmm. Why does Iago have teeth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Iago has teeth because so he's much voiced teeth. by Gilbert Gottfried. Who has a lot of teeth? Well, yeah. No, this is a real thing. If you look up like documentaries and stuff that, ha- that they did at the time, they were talking about the character design of Iago needing to have teeth because Gilbert Gottfried, as a comedian, 
he's so he's so like toothy like the way that mm-hmm. he like exposes his teeth and he's always like you know he has that that he has the persona that he has and right. apparently they tried without teeth because they're like birds don't have teeth but mm-hmm. then like no we need teeth for this character well so i'm going to challenge you i'm going to push back on that a little bit dan because iago's mm-hmm. eyes are open the whole time okay <laughs> unlike well, you know past show corrections bring it on <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, Audrey, you seem to be the teeth resident teeth expert. So why is the Audrey <laughs> teeth? I I guess he just had the right teeth stylist with him <laughs> at that time. Um, I'm I'm honestly not sure why he has teeth, and I'm trying to figure out how that would work. If like I saw a real bird with real teeth, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. um, but it's the same thing. It's like why why do why do animated characters only have four fingers? Yeah. yeah. There's money. And it's the opposite yeah, so, here. So I wonder if his agent kind of got him a deal. Was his agent William or Morris? Do you remember, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Please um, listen to the Supreme Resort. Yeah. <laughs> Another Synergy. reference I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah. So Aladdin's dad decides to come to the wedding, but only so he could steal the Oracle. That was Iago's but, idea. So before we get there, I got to point out, did anyone, did either of you also notice how much Pappy Ladden loves dousing torches? <laughs> he, he does put out a lot of torches. He, he just, Come like, see my it. secret cave, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then out the light and so they, we can no longer see. And they call like, it a mine. <laughs> I counted like it. He does at least two in a row. It's just mm-hmm. like, dude, you just, you do you retrieve them and dry them off? Like, <laughs> nope. He's made of money. He's he's a he's, he's the made of money thief. and torches. All the torches he wants. Uh, by the way, Dan, his his name is not Pappy Aladdin. It's Adaddin. <laughs> Adaddin, right? Adaddin. Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the the song that they sing there is uh, "Dad Like You." Mm-hmm. Yes, father and son was what the genie sings. I yeah. think this is where I learned that um, Agrabah, Agrabah, is it Agrabah or Agrabah? Aquifer. Anyway, we learned that it's secretly the Olive Garden because Aladdin <laughs> says to his dad, when you're here, you're family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where the Olive Garden got it. Basically, yeah. yeah thieves. <laughs> so uh, you took one step too far, Dan, when you're talking oh. about father and son and a dad. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. So because you missed my second favorite line in this movie. <laughs> Uh, so the Aladdin's dad leaves the, the, the den of thieves or whatever to go steal the Oracle of the wedding. And the bad guy, uh, Jerry Orbach tells the palace guards how to find the King of thieves. And so they, the palace guards go, he tells them that the password is, um, open Sesame and the main <laughs> palace guard says open caraway. Oh, that <laughs> was, was so mad. But it didn't work. So dweeby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's just it's apropos for this film. True. All right, so then Aladdin's dad, Adaddin, gets captured <laughs> while trying to steal the oracle and is turned into the in, turned into the Sultan and revealed to be the King of Thieves. Aladdin attempts to break his father out of prison. Then he dresses up as the king to fool the guards to allow his dad to escape. Now More costume changes. A lot of costume changes. <laughs> and he parkours his way throughout the escape. Um, so Aladdin gets caught and saved by his dad. There's a lot of, yeah, a lot of saving, escaping, and then 
saving and then turning. They escape with the Oracle and Aladdin goes back to the palace despite now being a criminal. Mm-hmm. The wedding's mm-hmm. been canceled twice at this yeah. point. Yes, that's correct. So then Saluk, Jerry Orbach, uh, returns to Come the here. lair of thieves and sings in or out to the remaining seven thieves. How do you think, how do you feel about the in or out song? Uh, it was better than Jafar's in return of Jafar. Right. It was kind of on the nose, otherwise enjoyable. It was his be prepared. And I think it was closer to be prepared. And it's yeah. set to the, the basic structure of Arabian nights, which is really distracting. Mm-hmm. Never had Sorry, a Sorry, I'm, I'm that you know, person. I didn't I didn't think of that, but you're right. There was familiarity to it and I couldn't remember why. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh and it, to be fair for this one, they didn't like straight up like pull act like like lines of music from one to the other, but there's right. there's there's enough thematic elements there that I was like, okay, that's a little lazy. So the the king returns to his lair to meet his men who have now betrayed him on account of this in or out song. So now they're all following Jerry Orbach. They head out to sea to find the hand of Midas with the Oracle and Adaddon, who is now prisoner. Oracle's just Google Maps at this point. She That's doesn't right. have <laughs> this, this, this movie fails the Bechdel test again. Jasmine mm. has a name, is a woman. Oracle, I guess that counts as a name, is female. Jasmine and Oracle don't have a conversation, so that's a bummer. Yeah. Well, you know. I wonder what that would be like. <laughs> hey, bitch. <laughs> What's good? Everything's fine. Do you have a question for, besides what is good? Is that your question? When's my damn wedding going to happen? <laughs> Towards the end of the movie. You know, when everything gets wrapped up. Yeah, all right. Want to go get? You can only ask one question. One question. You can only ask one question. Let's go get pizza. That was a statement. Let's indeed get this pizza you speak of. And moving on, sisters before (laughs) misters. Um, Aladdin sets off to save his father again. There's so much saving, and this time like Star Wars. That's right. (laughs) Exactly, and uh, this time he's got Jasmine and Genie. So the bad guys find the vanishing isle, which is on the back of a giant turtle. Yeah, okay. The Tower of the Gods in Wind Waker. I don't know if you guys played that game, but that's what I was feeling, and I thought it was pretty cool. What a great, what a great set piece. Okay. It's on a turtle. It's on a giant (laughs) turtle. And it it reminds me more of Hercules Palace than anything else, but um, it's on the back of a giant turtle. Yeah, and like that's kind of barely addressed as like it's on it's it's on a turtle. Okay, so, <laughs> you know, there was some foreshadowing like uh, earlier in the movie when uh, daddy takes Aladdin into his secret man cave. There's like a to turtle go. painting on the wall. And I was like, what's with the turtle? And oh. then oh. It, nice it shows up a few times. And huh. so I thought that was kind of a strange because everything else is very uh, Middle Eastern. And I'm like, where did turtles fit into this? Um, in oceans. Aesthetic. They, well, so. But they, they, it was explained, it almost as though, oh, that's how it vanishes and moves around, because it's on the back of a giant turtle. Just like turtle. in Avatar The Last Airbender. Spoilers. Season four? It's been a while. <laughs> this wow. is... This is... I'm, all I can think of is, like, 
I like, okay, the d- disappearing island, that's fine. It's going to be on a turtle. That's great. Maybe address a little bit more. Maybe like, oh, wow, I didn't know a turtle could do this. Uh, <laughs> and then, like, also, like, it's generally, I think, not the best of moves to take the stuff from Stephen King's uh, coked up nightmare novel, It, take the stuff that they have decidedly taken out of the movies because it's way too strange and way too, like, we can't possibly explain this mm-hmm. and put it in a kid's movie. I didn't see any clowns with balloons. You didn't? Anyway, no. Nah, so, um, <laughs> giant, giant, <laughs> it, cl- a clown with a red balloon. Anyway, then Jasmine kicks some dude's asses. Yes. She yes. took some self-defense classes. She mm-hmm. does things in this movie. She does. I thought of you, Audrey, when I was watching. I was like, oh, she got something to do. Audrey's going to be so Yay! excited. <laughs> it was small but mighty. Yes. Uh, yeah, so they did that. And then Aladdin saves his dad uh, again. And they go and find Thanos' Infinity Gauntlet. Oh, Yay! I got chills from this. I thought the I thought the 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 way they presented the the treasure was like really cool and mm-hmm. you know mystical, and it felt um, it just felt it felt important. So they did yep. a good yeah. job. There. Yeah. Does the did. water turn to pee? It- oh, golden showers for sure. <laughs> yep. I, I have so, I have a variation on that, but you're getting ahead of yourself. Okay. So okay. the the island then begins to move and flood, and Aladdin and Dad set out to reach the Midas fist. They get the hand of Midas, and he starts golding everything. Aladdin's dad just starts touching everything. Everything turns to gold. The water becomes liquid gold, not oil. Not lava. <laughs> nope. Liquid gold. A nice gold. change. And again, everything floods because the it's on a turtle. It's on a turtle. <laughs> the island is never in the same place twice. Surprise because it's on a turtle. A very clean turtle that wasn't covered in plastic beer can holders, you know? <laughs> Sure. Yes. Yes. I get the reference. So, and this is a real turtle. This is not like a statue of a turtle. This is an actual animal who's carrying around a a giant city, which is now made of gold. So it's got to be a lot heavier than it was before. Poor thing. (laughs) Doesn't Um, seem to mind. (laughs) Nope. So Saluk corners Aladdin. He's a bad guy. Corners Aladdin. And then dad, daddy throws the glove to Saluk who accidentally touches it. And he turns to gold and sinks to the bottom of the sea. He has now been killed twice. Heroin. <laughs> they escape and find the ultimate treasure, each other. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he, his father doesn't need the Midas touch. He has Aladdin. He's he found his son. All along. Yeah. And then he's yeah. going to abandon him four minutes later. <laughs> so he throws the hand away and it lands on the thieves' ship, which then turns to gold and sinks. More murders. Dad's got a good arm. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> he sure does. Or good aim. Both. Um, yeah. So they all return back home. Daddy is in tow, and they finally get married. Yay! Mm. But the dad is watching from like lurking from the shadows because he's oh. still a, a villain. He's and, doing that weird arm thing where he's like yeah. leaning on the. It's mm-hmm. like when people. It's like when people sit in the chair with the back of the fitting you know what i mean where the the back of the chair is between their legs and they've yeah, got like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's, the, it's like a weird position like doing the, 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 the cool substitute like exactly. we're going to talk about real talk yeah, now talk. right he's yeah, doing or jive. like i'm leaned up against the back of this wall with one of my legs up and one of my legs straight and it looks mm. 
it's cumbersome and awkward and not comfortable. And that, that, that tickled me. I thought it was funny. Yeah. So he's leaning against a pillar lurking in the shadows with his arms crossed for those of you who have not recently watched it. And then when Jimmy, I'm sure you are, I'm sure you have this in your notes, the steamboat Willie reference. I do. Okay. I sure do. Um, I don't have notes though. This is all from my memory. I don't know what you're talking about. That's right. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So he leaves with Iago. So I guess he's the new Jafar. Maybe. Because he's still technically a villain. Right. I should say. Maybe he, oh, oh, okay. I got something for the, the fourth movie that I'm going to hold on to. Oh, Mm -hmm. boy. I did not not prepare that. Um, All right. So finally, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in a very, very well done, nice little bookend moment, the shopkeeper, voiced by Robin Williams, Mm, opened the series, now closed the series with a reprise of Arabian Nights. And it feels like closure. Yeah, it wasn't ham-handed or cumbersome. Like It it felt good. Yep, it sure did. So, the end. Yeah. Mm. Um. I do have to say, though, that Raja straight got Jar jar on this movie. Like, he's only in, like, one scene. Yep. First, he gave uh, the Sultan unlimited power and then (laughs) disappeared. Yeah. And he said, Misa (laughs) Poo-Poo. He said, Doo-Doo, I think. (laughs) Sorry. Doo-Doo. As the tiger. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because it's a boy. You got Yes. Yes, it is. You watch your back. All right. Robin Williams impressions. Are we ready? Okay. (laughs) Uh, These are are all what I found. There's a bunch of other stuff that he does that are just, you know, caricatures of of types of people. But here are the impressions that I thought were the most memorable. Rocky. That's Sylvester Stallone with gloves. Don King. Walter Cronkite. And a very good Walter Cronkite, by the way. A Hasidic Mm -hmm. Jew. A large-breasted stripper. <laughs> Cross-dressing. <laughs> he comes out of a cake like bachelor party, and he comes out as a very large-breasted stripper of the cake. I wonder if Jeannie thought that, like, Aladdin would say, like, yeah. <laughs> He'd like, he'd see that and be like, ooh, yeah. We're talking. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do Jeannie. this. And then if no, you let no. Jeannie do a lap dance on him. <laughs> How far I just want to know how far Jeannie is imagining like this will go like <laughs> because he was the stripper. That means he was going. Yeah. To to- yeah. I don't think so. Jeannie just doesn't is not a man of commitment. Jeannie or is. Yeah. He's just like too ADD to focus on anything for too long. So he, he throws out every single idea he's got in. Yeah as fast as he can. And so it's like the actor playing him. Yeah. You know, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't plan ahead. So he doesn't think of the consequences of popping out of a cake. Well, he needs to. Yes. Well, and Aladdin needs to remodel his man cave because it's looking (laughs) much more shabby than chic. Right. Mm. Well, all right, I'm not done. So Woody Allen, (laughs) Woody Allen, fluffy bunny slippers, talk show radio host, James Brown, the White Rabbit from Alice, which was Disney reference number two. Mm-hmm. These are in order, by the way. Robin Leach <laughs> of um, Rich and Famous, uh, Lifestyles. Lifestyles. Rich and Famous. Yeah, I've heard Peter it's a show I've heard of because I was at Sticks when it came out. <laughs> That's right. He played Thor. Uh huh. Forrest Gump. That one I Rick, knew. 
Rain Man, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Doubtfire. Yes. The Marx Brothers. That was Brothers. cute. That was cute. The Marx Brothers, Elvis Presley, Bob Hope, Bing Crosby, Pocahontas, Disney reference. That, <laughs> that was, I loved that little bit. That was very funny. Mm-hmm. Albert Einstein, Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. And that was in the uh, dad, You Never Had a Dad Like Him. Um, <laughs> he's there on the basketball court playing one on one. He says he's wearing number 32 and he says the word sh- going against Shaq. I didn't catch that at all, mm, even though I'm it. a huge fan of sports. Well, you're a big sports guy. Mm. Big sports guy. Yeah. Uh, the Godfather. Not as big as me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's She's the very biggest clear. sports guy. Mm-hmm. So he plays the Marlon Brando Godfather. Uh, he plays Pumbaa, which is reference number seven. Right. Uh, and he says the he says the phrase, "I'm having an out of movie experience." <laughs> the so Pumbaa. That's the one that gets him in the out of anyway, whatever. That was uh, like <laughs> towards the end of the movie too. They yep. could have done that so much sooner. Should have. Should have. Would have. Could have. Because he could have done it for any of these. Cinderella, Snow White, Pink, Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell. Yep. 30 seconds in. So um, he played Pluto, the dog. That was reference number eight. Mm-hmm. Ozzy Nielsen from uh, Ozzy and Harriet. Mm-hmm. He plays the family feud host. He plays Steamboat Willie, reference number nine. Family feud host has a name, Jimmy, and it's Richard Dawson. Okay, Was he Richard Dawson, though? Don't I, I don't didn't know. Rewind it. I just you're the one that caught it. it. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, is it though? It's also Steve Harvey, motherfucker. <laughs> this is gonna be such a hard episode to edit. <laughs> uh, that's my point. There's a lot of. There's been a lot of hosts. Um, that's true. All creeps. Uh, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> also true. All right. Anything else about the King of Thieves that you would like to discuss before we get to our evening in? <laughs> I just I think I made all of the Lord of the Rings references that I wanted to. Oh good. Thank God. Um <laughs> Iago is again, I think, the most relatable character in this. It's fair. Um yeah, I mean consider the source. And um I I actually liked this movie. I did too. I enjoyed it. It's I like too. like I wouldn't at any point say to somebody what do you mean you haven't seen King of Thieves but like if someone was like you know what I love is that Aladdin movie I can't get enough Aladdin and somehow they didn't know that the other movies existed I would definitely tell them like this one's good ignore the because the movie ignores uh, Return of Jafar it, pretty it much. addresses Jafar at the beginning Genie holds a Jafar mask he's out of our lives now the yeah. only thing you would need to say to somebody if they if you said you only need to watch two Aladdin movies, the first and the third one. Iago changes heart. He's now a good parrot. That's Iago it. Was, okay, yeah. He took a couple steps back, though, in this movie. Iago yeah. was a much smaller part of the movie, which isn't a bad thing because this was a better movie. Well, and they give him a reason to go, to be good other than just, well, I guess I guess being good is a good idea. That movie was terrible. Mm. <laughs> it, <laughs> Yeah. And I'm 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 frankly I'm worried that this is as good as they're gonna get. I think you're right. I mean, the I, voice talent alone. Yeah, that was. I was pretty surprised that they got all of the good good characters back, plus John Rhys Davies and right. Jerry Orbach. That guy. So, all right, we're gonna start the power rankings. We're gonna keep it up. Number one, Latin and the King of Thieves. Number two, <laughs> Return to Jafar. 
Agreed. Okay. No contest. We're going to keep this. We're going to keep this going for the okay. next 20, whatever, many of these. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, now is the moment where we share with our expertise on what an evening in. When you watch this film, if you have not already, when you watch it, you need to have a beer pairing, a meal, and a music selection. So I'm going to start with the beer. The beer you should choose for this film is O'Doul's. It's all the essence of what you love without the fun effects. <laughs> <laughs> O'Doul's and Terra Squad has a rich history. Oh, mm. yes. Yeah. So, oh, I really story. appreciate this pairing. <laughs> Full coincidence. I have no idea what we're talking about. Okay. So yeah. we start with an O'Doul's and what are we having? For food. We're gonna we're having sesame chicken, obviously. <laughs> because I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear why, you know, open sesame, that was such a Oh, with caraway seeds on top. Silly, silly yeah. Open uh, uh, but the other thing is that there's that weird, like stereotyped Asian thief. That's true. Too. No, I think sesame chicken is perfect. That sums it all up. That's very good. So we're having O'Doul's sesame chicken Mm -hmm. and we're listening Mm -hmm. to the sweet sounds of... We're listening to a little something called Cantaloupe. And it's one of those, again, where you might not remember it, but you remember it. It's by a band called... Uh, cantaloupe, but oh, honeydew. Honeydew. Oh, um, God. <laughs> that's not why. Um, it's by a band called Us Three. They were around in the 92, 94 ish. They did this. Ooh. Now. Let's get shorty. It's a lot of things. Here's the reason why we are having a dance party to this song after we watch this movie. Because. This is a song that you wouldn't recommend anyone actually seek out, but it's clear that they're trying. It's clear what they're trying to do, and it's not a bad song. It's not great, but it works. It gets the job done. Yeah, it's nice for conversation. It's definitely moving music. You're walking while you're listening to this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or people are walking, yeah. Well, that sounds like a lovely evening. I think we should do it. (laughs) All right. Right All now. Right. Yeah. Well, so I think that, that sums it up. The Aladdin and the King of Thieves, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. So I'm thinking for the fourth movie, what I want <laughs> oh, to see. right. We play with time. Ooh. Fourth movie, Adadin and Iago, they go off into the world. And Adadin, through whatever circumstances, becomes Jafar. And then time travel happens it's all a loop wow okay so if they can Audrey, have time travel in that in one of the cinderella movies which we'll get to they can uh, have time travel in this one um i want to see them in france in france yeah i just want them to go to france i think all I, of them i don't know the characters i, I feel like you know agrabah is old hat now what's right what, what else is in the world of Aladdin what else is in the universe and what kind of like maybe they go into the catacombs of Paris Ooh, which and then like and maybe the, it's the black plague what what I, I don't really know what time it, it should be in but like yeah yeah well, that's the villain the villain is is a disease and <laughs> the villain is the black plague that's very fitting <laughs> the they have to go on a dark adventure underneath Paris 
or mm. underneath, you know, and like fight evil wizards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Jeannie can bring the, uh, can like bring the skeletons to life and they can do a little dance and they like play their, their rib bones with their arm bones and stuff. Oh. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's totally off the cuff here, but um, the Jafar is back, mm-hmm. and the the Sultan's sick. He's dying. <laughs> Still. Yep. Daddy, no, <laughs> please. So Jasmine is then. Jasmine's got a handmaiden now. And, oh, okay. Yep, yep. And then she is going to be Sultan because she's not not the handmaiden. Jasmine's going to be Sultan. <laughs> And uh, Will Smith is to Jeannie. Oh, oh God. <laughs> and then we have a crossover. That's right. So, like it turns uh, to live action halfway through. <laughs> that's right. That would be shocking. That would be yeah. a big surprise. Oh, that would okay. be great. Because then Jeannie can say like to Aladdin, he, he can be like, hey, I want to show you what the what our story would look like if we were real people. <laughs> and then... And then the the remake of Aladdin, please. That's right. Yeah, that's a good idea. We can make that. <laughs> then yep. you don't need time travel. Totally. <laughs> Fanfic. So are are we done with that? What we think it's going to be? <laughs> I think we can be. Yeah. Maybe, okay. maybe one little. You know, maybe Jasmine. I don't know. She starts fighting. Maybe we get a little story about her. Like she goes off, does her own thing. Wouldn't that be cool? Huh? That would be good. That reminds me at the end of Return of Jafar, he, Aladdin and Jasmine were going to go see the world. They did not mention that at all. That's true. There was no racial stereotype song describing it all. (laughs) Yeah. Again, it's we need- as though Return to Jafar never existed. It doesn't need to exist. We're good going that- from Aladdin to the King of Thieves. Jafar totally is true. so last year. <laughs> so last week. 1994. Um, oh, that was two years ago. Because this was 96, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, everybody. So uh, we are excited to continue on this adventure. The mm-hmm. next film that we are going to be reviewing is oh, boy. The Lion King's Timon and Pumbaa, often <laughs> simply referred to as Timon and Pumbaa. This 1995 to 1999 American animated television series. Oh, no. That's a series. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> thank God. I was like, uh, I am not going to watch an entire series. Uh, All right. All right. <laughs> While Jimmy's trying to figure out what the next movie is, I want to give a shout out to Joseph McDade, who has done the music for us. Thank you, Joseph. Uh, Jimmy, what do you got? Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas is a 1997 oh. American direct-to-video animated Christmas musical fantasy, which I have on VHS. Oh, wow. <laughs> film produced, I'm looking at it right now. The film produced by Walt Disney Television Animation. It is a follow-up to the 1991 Disney animated film Beauty and the Beast. The film sold 7.6 million VHS tapes in 1997. It That's takes place during... During Beauty and the Beast, because the Beast is still the Beast, so this is like their Christmas adventure. You know, when they're falling in love, this explains a little bit more how they went from hating each other to falling in love with each other. This fills in the gaps, I think. It's been Stockholm Syndrome. Yes, that's what they call it. George Lucas close up into a single moment thing. Yes. So, if you would like to listen to or watch Beauty and the Beast: The Enchanted Christmas, now on Disney Plus, maybe. 
um, you can do that and then you can join us next time and follow along a little bit easier. That's so right. So I want to mention Ears Up podcast. I want to mention our tr- official travel partner, Concierge, who are doing some wonderful things during the closure of the parks. And please go and support them. They're, they're being, uh, they're, they're supporting others and they're supporting networks still despite the closures. Email us at jimmy at earsup-podcast.com, dan at earsup-podcast.com, audrey at i'llfixyourteethforweddings.com. <laughs> Please like and subscribe and comment and give us feedback, feedback on all of our shows, TSR Presents Cash Grab, Very Annual Pass Holders, and The Supreme Resort. Mm-hmm. Supreme Resort will be recording two more episodes this month and every month after that. So look out for those in the next coming weeks. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're on That's the right. Instagram. We have Instagram. We have the Instagram. We're figuring uh, out how to do that. Yes, we are. You can find us there at the Supreme Resort. So come on down. We're uh yeah, we're having a lot of fun there. We're probably gonna do a game night of some kind. Yeah, that so, would be on the Facebook group, which is the Supreme Resort group. group. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to try to figure that out. All right, great. Anything else from you, Audrey? Fresh fish. <laughs> <laughs> you buy them. And with that. Sugar dates. Yeah. Sugar dates at figs. Sugar uh, dates at Sugar dates at pistachios. Okay, before we get into a problematic territory, I'm just going to say until next time, be kind and rewind. That, that's a reference to when there were videotapes. They would say that like the movies at the video stores, be kind, rewind. I, so I'm glad you're I'm glad wow. you're explaining that's because I was also six. Thanks for mansplaining something to me, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> you can go. I was millennial splaining to you, not mansplaining. Uh, uh, you're right. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, this is staying in. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Would you like more decaf?